Welcome to the YouTube Chatcast, where YouTube fans discuss what's happening in the world of YouTube. This is show number three and was recorded on Monday, October 17th, 2005. Tonight's participants are Scott Peretta from at YouTube.com, Michael from MichaelVox.com, and Dan from YouTubeSource.com. First up, you two are back in the U.S. touring. So we'll start with old news and work our way forward. YouTube's back in the U.S. for has been back in the U.S. for a while, and I think we talked about on previous shows that we weren't expecting a lot of set list changes. Correct? Uh, what have uh, we yes. seen? We've seen what first time fast cars, crumbs, wild horses, Miss Sarajevo, but what maybe three or four songs a, a show? Did you see anything new in Chicago, Scott? I forgot to tell you during the Yeah, game. I was. Uh, that was the first time. Well, that was the first time they played the first time. No, that's right. Um, so uh, that was pretty uh, out of the blue, certainly. Um, I also saw Discotech for the first time okay. on the tour. I know they played that a couple times. Um, I guess the biggest surprise uh, was the acoustic version of Walk On. Right. Which I don't think they've played again. I think there was rumors that it was on the set list recently at the last New York show, but it, it got switched out for Party Girl or yeah. something. Who knows? But basically, it's only been about three or four songs a show, right? So it has it has not been the wholesale change that some people were hoping for, maybe. Yeah. You know, and it's... You know, I, I have this same conversation about the set list that you right. know, many of Everybody us have does. had. Everybody has this question. And, you know, I, as, as a musician who doesn't play anywhere as near as often as you 2 does, I, for the life of me, can't figure out how they themselves, just in terms of what they do, don't get sick of what they're doing. I just don't understand it because, you know, uh, rotating three or four songs in and out here and there is not mixing up the set list because we all know that main part of the set list is pretty much intact for every single show. So I, I, don't, I don't get it. And uh, I don't know. I wish I could understand it a little better. Well, I think we, we talked about it before, but one of the things is that you know, if you look at somebody like a Springsteen or a Sting or whatever, because they're one person running the band, they can make the band do whatever they want. But u 2s got four people who are all very much into what they want to do, and I think that's part of it. That you have to, if you want to make a change, you have to get everybody on board. Does that make sense? That's true. That's true. And, and so I don't, I don't see them making any kind of set list changes unless everybody thinks it's a good idea. They also have to worry about lights and lighting you know? and all. Yeah, Springsteen's exactly. under the spot, and Sting is, I don't know. Him, so uh, he's doing some kind of a yoga thing while he's playing, and he can change the songs at will. And it takes him, I think, eighteen hours to actually finish a concert. Exactly. Believe the the tantric concert. The tantric, Robert said. Tantric playing is fabulous with Sting. But yeah, the uh, the changes are not coming. And Scott's right, but somehow they don't look like they're sitting there bored, right? I mean, yeah, that's right. Them. And that surprises me. Yeah. Well, I think Bono's very good at getting into character, and I really think that's what it is in some ways. How could it not be for for Pride and whatever? Every show for the last since, you know, 85, every show has Pride, right? Yeah. He's playing it like it's the first time. Yeah. And um, I don't know, maybe that's just one of his... Well, you wonder what's going on in his mind, and you'll never know. I mean, is he just kind of like posing and making moves or is he really just like he says getting into that place in his mind yeah and you know i understand that there are some songs that just have to be there right and maybe pride is one of them i mean in our in many of our minds no it doesn't have to be there because we've all heard it a bazillion times 
you know, but in uh, average Joe concert goer, for sure, it has to be there. So it's the same thing with Streets, same thing with One, um, and several others. But there is a subset of a good, you know, eight to ten songs probably that really could be rotated in and out that you're still playing kind of the same magnitude of hit. And so the, that, the argument of, well, they have to play the songs that people know, and, you know, since 98% of the folks, it's their only show, that kind of stuff, I don't think that all often holds water because you've got so many songs that are hits that they have that they can choose from that uh, you could easily uh, mix it up. You 2 on Conan, I thought that was a, a really interesting thing. Yeah, um, that was cool. It's actually w- on my TV right now. I'm showing it. I'm yeah. taping it for somebody. But yeah. And then also, a lot of people I don't think saw them on Friday. They were also on Friday for a short comedy segment too. That secret. Yeah, I thing. haven't seen that either yet. It's um, it's on the YouTube torrent sites. I was just about I to say that I, I have it on my computer right now, but yeah. I haven't watched yet. But I was I was kind of surprised that Conan got them on there. But I guess uh, I don't know where I read this, but um, apparently he was uh, when they did Saturday Night Live in the fall. That he went down and he talked to Bono quite a bit during the rehearsals and stuff. And I guess that formed a relationship that also encouraged them to be on the show. And then, of course, giving them a whole hour helped, I'm sure, making it kind of special yeah. and unique. That's true. But is it a big enough show? You know, is it – I don't know. You know what? I think it's more demogra- demographic for them. Yeah, Because right, they're actually. getting the, the, the college crowd, and I think that's what really attracted the band. You're right. They don't need us. They need the youngins. Yeah. So, yeah, a whole, a whole hour with – with, uh, well, let's let's be let's be real. That hour was actually about twenty four minutes, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's but, true. But what they, and, they and got in was eighteen minutes of Bono talking. That's and right. Another thing that's fantastic, Conan, yeah. is that we can you know. All right, thank you, Bono. I think he did a great job. Every you know, it's yeah. unique. I can hear him talk about the Africa thing, and he always pulls out the same things he talks about. But I really think it's an engaging interview every time. I, I you agree. can see the sincerity in the guy. Yeah, and he was all excited to talk about it. Right? No. It's it's not. It's like the first time for him, much like his set list choices. Exactly. Very true. Very true. But yeah, that was good. Interesting hey, well, that Bono on the couch by himself. <laughs> yeah, not surprised I, by that. I personally thought the performance of uh, Original the Species was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Out of out of everything they did that day, that was the one that stuck out. I've... And I was I was surprised by Edge doing the uh, the year two thousand thing. Yeah, that was. Uh, he 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 kept such a straight face and well, and, and Bono milked out it. At the end too. Yeah, but I was I was really pleased by his acting style and the fact that he kind of went for it. And three point seven five songs. You don't get that from just any band. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And, uh, someday <laughs> and they'll start even... Vertigo on time, so we can see the end of it. <laughs> exactly. Would that kill him? Right on Vertigo, any show. One of the the shortest uh, songs in their catalog to begin with. That's right. They can't even fit that in. <laughs> That's their blitzkrieg bop, That's and they right, can't even exactly. find a way to get the So nice the they play it twice, right? <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah. yeah they they stopped that. doing that, though, right? Oh, Isn't that all? Is that gone? Yeah. Was Madison Square Garden, did they do it? Oh, I hope they got rid of that. I just I don't get that. Does yeah. it, do you guys have a good reason as to why they might do that? Is um, it, is it harking only, back to the old days when yeah, they would play? Okay. That's what I I thought it was. Um, you know, the whole thing about this being our first album and and uh, that return to their uh, their roots kind of sound, at least in some respects. And I think that that was part of it. You know, I've got all the bootlegs that start with eleven o'clock TikTok, and eleven or twelve songs later they end with eleven o'clock right. TikTok. Is all that's all they had. Um, so I think that you know that's probably just harkening back to that day and era. 
Otherwise, I just don't like the concept. But, you know, for bands that don't have a lot of songs, great. But again, this is back to what you were saying. There's plenty of hits up to yeah. a particular level. They can pick from a lot of songs. That is taking the place of a song we'd rather hear. Exactly. exactly. Be any of them. That's right. Any other, yeah. Hearing a song twice during concert, I don't really get. Yep. I mean, for all we know, they could have been thinking about pulling out Wire instead. Yeah, see? And then yeah. they go, no, we'll just do Vertigo. Again. <laughs> we'll just oh, do Vertigo again. Or a Soder Homecoming or something like that, which yeah, was exactly. coaxed out of them by somebody on this show, as That's I recall. Yeah. The Conan thing, good, though. That was a, a nice move on their part. A lot of excitement, the fan on the street stuff, funny. Now, we had heard some reports beforehand that uh, Conan was uh, saying something, or maybe the producers were saying that it might be an extra long taping because the band were going to be playing potentially a lot of songs. I heard upwards yes. of seven or eight. Now, do we know, did they actually play more songs that just didn't make it to the final uh, edited 24 minutes that they showed? I, th- I thought I saw an email from someone inside that said just the four that we saw. Okay. Now, did they, they repeat them more than once? <laughs> did they play each of them twice? No, I mean, the, no, that might have been the case. They've done that before oh, when they're yeah, doing yeah. a taping. So. Yeah, like the Letterman thing. But no, I, I think it was just the four and out. But I believe some of the staff was saying that they'd created a window big enough for them if they wanted to keep playing. Okay. Which I guess would be a dream come true for everybody that was in there at least. And then they'd have more, more uh, material for later instead of just doing the... The U2 appearance on Friday, they could have songs and funny stuff the day after. Yeah. But they didn't. Now, I don't think. Does, that, does the fact that original was played there and now is also featuring in the new uh, iPod commercial, are we thinking that that's the potential fifth and final single from the album? There you go. Maybe related to the DVD? Could be, that too, yeah. Because they have, in fact, at u2octung.com, they have the, uh, the add-up. The short, what, two to three minute uh, promo, basically, right. for, the, for the DVD. I saw that today. It looked pretty nice. What did you think? It did look nice. I thought it looked a little more kind of intense than, uh, than the style that I recall from the Elevation DVD, uh, the right. Boston, Boston one. So um, it kind of goes along with the show. Now, what happened to the Milan thing? Is that coming out later? Does anybody know anything about that? Or did they just, are they shelving it or? Any, I have no idea. Uh, I mean, I it no could idea. become another slain where a year from now, who knows, we'll get a little remember, remember they uh, they filmed Croak. Which which show? That's so, right. That's right. right. They, they had, filmed the second show as well. They had the crane on and everything. Those guys running around stage. So, yep. I mean, maybe they just film, you know, one at every era, every month or so and see. Do we know what the dates are for Chicago? Wasn't it a mixture? Someone was trying to figure out the set list. What's the deal? Primarily from one of the dates, I'm not sure which one it was, but right. yeah, there's additional songs from the other dates, and I thought that there might even, there might have even been a song or two from elsewhere, if I recall. Ooh. Shades of Boston, not really Colorado. That's right. From <laughs> exactly. Red Rocks. Yeah. Where are we now? Yeah. Looking forward to that though. November or something. What's uh, the release date again? Is it twelfth, twelfth to sixteenth, if I recall correctly, okay. somewhere in that range, depending on where where you are in the world. Yes. Right mid-November. Perfect. Perfect uh, Thanksgiving gift exactly. right. for those of you in America. That's Perfect right. thing to watch on Thanksgiving after you're yeah, sitting on the go. couch. Yep. You're sick of your family. Your put that thing yeah. in, right? You're tired of exactly. talking. They're yelling in the background behind you, starting an argument. You just put on the headphones. And That's right. Exactly you let the right. tryptophan take effect. And exactly. <laughs> Lie on the couch. Sweet. Watch Chicago. Um, let's see. Recently, Michael, I believe you wanted to talk a little bit about Pearl Jam, the downloads thing. Do you still want to talk about that? Or is... Yeah, it's the uh, 
What's the deal with that? What exactly did they do? Scott, you did it. So, Scott, well, have Scott talk, because he went and then downloaded it like that night. Am I wrong on that? Sure. No, you're absolutely right. And it was actually the very first sh- uh, show of this tour that they did it with. Um, so Pearl Jam was essentially on a Canadian tour, but they added a few dates in the, uh, in the, in the States. And the very f- I think the second one actually was uh, at the Gorge um, in uh, Washington. And so it's about five hours from Portland where I live. So I drove out there with my girlfriend and went to the show. Uh, it was a great show because it was an evening with Pearl Jam. There was no opening band. And they did an acoustic uh, opening set for themselves um, where they played, I think, ten songs uh, acoustic. And then they went off for about 15, 20 minutes and came back and played another, you know, well over two hours of electric. And the very next day, uh, the show was available in... Um, 192 uh, bitrate f- uh, uh, format, uh, MP3 format, uh, on their website for, I think, $10. Wow. Um, and you can download it and have it right there. So within 24 hours, I had it, was listening to it on my iPod at the gym, and it was fantastic. And that's, you know, that's just another another thing lacking, unfortunately, in the, our U2 community that we've been asking for for a long time. I think Pearl Jam has many instances of uh, kind of doing it right when the fan is... Uh, Concerned, so um, it was did it sound really like they had cool. done any? Did they do any posts on it or anything, or did they just basically take it directly from the board and put it out there? Uh, I don't. I mean, if they do any post on it, it's very minimal. They actually um, list some guy that's supposed to be great at a at a like live while it's happening. He can twist stuff. He's okay, listening with yeah. meters, and I don't. You know, this is all beyond me, but yep. he's some kind of master at the live mastering while it's happening, and then it's ready to go. I think. I mean, they've done so it. So it was for the ten. Last it was ten bucks, tours. Scott, for the whole thing. I believe. So I, I think it. Yeah, nine ninety five, something like that. For and I even heard that they they aren't even encrypted. You know, like iTunes That's is right. encrypted. You can't you move can it from share. place to place. Right. You can just share. Just send like you know. Here, try this song out. Like people were sharing the the Bono with Eddie in what was that Toronto, right? And that exactly. just proved how good the quality was because those things sounded great. Yep. Why can't you two do it? Are they just not willing to hire somebody? Like Pearl Jam seems to be good at delegating stuff. Is that correct? That's very correct. They can delegate stuff to their fan club and say, look, take care of our people, do it. Is that the problem? Are they just too much control freaks about the sound? You know, they want the sound to be absolutely perfect. Is that why they don't do it? Because it's so frustrating. Before the tour started, we had all this stuff of, hey, we're going to put out shows on iTunes probably. And Paul McGinnis was talking about it in interviews. Yeah, well, it doesn't. They were even thinking, remember, of where you could plug in your iPod at the end of the night or something. All this talk was going around. Even Paul McGinnis said it in an interview, as I recall. And then nothing came of it. It just makes you throw your hands up, you know? Yeah, I've been saying stuff forever about the exact same. It's amazing. To me, it's been since 1983 that we've had a full live album, other than some sort of fan club thing. Or and I'm not counting the, the DVDs. I'm not counting the videos. I'm talking about where you rip it onto yeah. an iPod or whatever, just in good quality. Yeah, it, you know, I don't, I don't buy the whole perfection, that the, the, their perfectionist argument right. as well, because there's a lot of instances as of recent that uh, you know with the B sides and stuff. Well, yeah, they're in the face of that. The B sides, um, oh god, the you know the the two live B sides from the Stop Sellafield concert are horrific in quality. I don't know if you guys have heard those, but <laughs> yeah, they are yeah. just horrible. Um, I, I mean, I'm not talking about performance. I'm just talking about the audio quality of the recording. 
Um, the Brooklyn Bridge releasing that officially on iTunes. I mean, come on, not the. I mean, you know, fun show, but not the greatest of shows in terms of performance and in quality. Um, even the Slain DVD release that was kind of released warts and all, unlike the the Boston uh, uh, DVD.